morning we are going to be considering a topic, discipline, the key to moving forward. But before we proceed, let me quickly remind you of one or two things that the Lord has been prepared you and high for this year. Don't mind whatever they're bringing on your way, the distraction I caught COVID-19 is a distraction. But brethren, there's an encouragement I have for you. That God is not a man that will say a thing to impress anybody. Whatsoever he says is what he's going to do. I want to tell you this year, whether devil like it or not, as for you and your household, you are moving forward in the name of Jesus. I have come with the word of God. Brethren, testimony loading, testimony counting. And people are writing their testimony. And I pray this morning, your home will not be an exemption in the name of Jesus. Whether you are sitting, whether you are standing, the Lord has given us three prayer points this morning to pray about. Brethren, let me also say to you, what you say is what you get. And I want you to pay attention to this message as well, brethren. God is talking to us this morning about three key things, especially this season we are. Not only this season, for the rest of your life. Brethren, your thought, your word, and your lifestyle is you. Amen. What are you thinking about? What are you saying to that situation? And how are you dressing up for the interview? I pray this morning you will never fail again in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If the technician can help us, I will appreciate that. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1, I read. And it said, New Living Translation. It said, can we get a New Living Translation, sir? If you truly obey your Lord, your God, and carefully keep all his commandments that I'm giving you today, the Lord, your God, will set you high above all the nations of the world. That is for you. Amen. That is for me this morning. If you carefully acting diligently unto the voice of God, it shall come to pass if you acting diligently. And that is the message coming to you and high. And the word of the Lord came for this year. Brethren, I can tell you several testimonies that God has done this year. And I also know that you, anywhere you are, you are a testimony. Many are falling by your side. You go on the internet to read. Many of us have read, 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 read. Now you can even make 10 textbooks. Brethren, it's not about being careful. You, it's good to be informed. By the end of the day, you can be confused. I pray this morning, the word you need for the season, heaven will release it to you in the name of Jesus. If you fully obey the word of the Lord, the promise of the Lord said, and God will place you high above all the nations of the heart. And that's the message for you. And that's the first prayer point I want you to pray with your heart. You are going to say, Father, Say, Father, 
every power that is holding me down, saying that I will not move forward this year. Father, by your power, you destroy it today in the name of Jesus. Brethren, we have a sure anchor. We have the word of God. That is your strength. That's my strength. Father, is anything holding me down saying that I will not go forward? Saying that this word of prophecy will not come to pass. I stand on the word of God this morning. And I say, Father, by yourself you will destroy it today. Let your fire destroy them. Is there anything? Is there anything? I don't know. Open your mouth and pray. It's a time for preparation. I tell you, after this coffee is over, many are going out to learn the world. Many are going to the world to testify. God is preparing for something. That is the message in the book of Amos telling you, have you learned anything at all? Say, Father, is there anything that will not make your word to come to pass in my life this year? Father, I destroy them at your table this morning. I destroy you today in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you what you say is what you get. What you say is what you get. Father, I pray this morning. Is there anything I say that that covenant, that promise will not come to pass this year? Father, I render them useless this morning. I destroy them by your word in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Because of our time, brethren, if you read down that book of Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to verse, verse 2, verse 3, verse 4, verse 5, God was telling that if you do this, we do this, I will bless you in the home, and I will bless you in the place of work. So it's not only for emphasis. He confirmed that sometimes blessing may be limited to the home, blessing may be limited to the place of work. But God is saying that if you diligently do this, I will do this here, and I will do that one there. It is not by accident. You are going to pray the second prayer, brethren. You are going to say, Father, every evil covenant, I don't know whether you have been operating under covenant. Every evil covenant saying that this year, 2020, will end in shame. That this year will end it in shame. There's a plan and purpose, brethren, for this year. Father, today, I decree in the name of Jesus. Let that garment of shame be, covered by, be destroyed by fire in the name of Jesus. I want to tell you, enemy is so powerful, they will go and sew a cloth for you. Waiting to be dressed you, what are the names of that cloth? Cloth of shame. Whether they have bought it, even the one that bought the cloth, even the one that is designing the cloth, and that cloth, let the fire of God consume it. He said, fear not, because you will not suffer shame. That is the word of God. Father, everyone, every book coming under this year will hand it in shame. I stand on your word this year. This is my year of moving forward. No matter what is happening around me, I am not bothered because I operate under the covenant of you, Lord Jesus. Every garment of shame, Father, let the fire consume them this morning. Bore the one that bought the clothes, including the one that is sewing the clothes. They are saying, tomorrow we are going to wear the clothes for him. We will use the sun to wear that clothes for him. Say, today I decree by the word of God. Every garment of shame I destroy in the name of Jesus. In year 2020, according to the word of God, fear now! Are you praying that prayer point with all your heart? Say every garment of soul, every garment of shame that the enemy has taken to the tailor, they call it, they've taken it to the stylist. The one they are preparing. I will, we will use the wine, we will use the husband. Say every garment of shame I destroy today. You are not my portion. Because this is what my Lord has said this year. It's my year of moving forward. He said you have studied so much on this mountain. It is time for you to move forward. He has never said that word to impress you or not. 
That is your mind, Lord Jesus. I destroy you today in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. The third prayer I want you to pray with understanding, brethren. Sometimes from the pit of hell, I was, I was asking God, what's the meaning of coronavirus? How did they come about it? They say it's a COVID-19, COVID, any COVID you call it. But what we know, that this is the spirit from the pit of hell. And this is a program that the enemy is being running. They are running everywhere and lives are being lost every day. We are going to say every evil program that the enemy is running anywhere, that want to stop the promise of God for my life this year, I cancel your program. If you don't cancel their own program, you'll cancel your own program. Say so every evil program that is being run from the pit of hell, he said, I've given you a name that in the name of Jesus, every new must bow and every tongue must confess. Say, so I've come today in the name of Jesus. And that is the word that David was telling to Goliath. I have come in the name of God. Every evil program this morning, I cancel you. The one that has been run in the mountain, the one that has been run in the river, the one that has been run in the middle of heaven, in the middle of her. Wherever you're gathering, all the organizers of this program, I cancel you today in your camp by the fire of God visit you. It is my year of moving forward. I take nothing less of this in the name of Jesus. Silence them. If you don't cancel their program, they will cancel your program. Every program, wherever it's been run, I cancel you this morning in the name of Jesus. My children are home. My husband at home, my wife at home, everybody's at home. Now they are not keeping me. That means I'm a star. I know what I carry onto the realization of who you are. But that is the situation we have to go by it. Say so we cancel every evil program today. It's only the program of God that will stand. And I tell you, we will stand on this altar because the peace must reign. In the name of Jesus. Every evil program, whoever that is coordinating, let the fire of God visit you this morning. We cut your hand. We send you into banishment. You are cursed today. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Father, we thank you because there's a confidence we have in you that whenever we call you, you always answer. Father, you have said your word. And your word is here and amen. Father, what you have for us, the real boat assembly is moving forward. No matter what the enemy is doing, we are less concerned. We know you are preparing us, you are learning our message. Father, we decree this morning as a church that this year we are moving forward. This year we are going forward. In the name of Jesus. This year we are moving forward. This year we are going forward in the name of Jesus. Every evil covenant, every evil program, every evil agenda to get us distracted, it is cancelled today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let's have our seat in this prayer, brethren. Uh, the word for wisdom this morning. The word of wisdom that God is teaching you that is teaching me today is like the next slide please anything a man fails to stop we end up stopping the man 
until there is a change in the way you are thinking. That is when you will change the way you live. Don't worry, I must sleep 20 hours. Every day I must sleep nine hours. Don't worry, I must go for holiday every time. It's time for enjoyment. It is a must. It is a must. That is the word of wisdom for you this morning. Anything you fail to stop, we end up stopping you. I pray this year that the Lord will deliver you from every snare of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Watch your life. What is that thing that it is a must? God is warning you. He's warning me. Some of us who have spent the precious life, our precious lives on phone, you'll be checking the story of somebody, you'll be checking this and checking that. Is that what the Lord wants for you? I must live in a big house. I must drive a big car. I must do everything. Brethren, pay attention to this. Stop it today before it's going to stop you. And until when you are going to change the way you think, brethren, success does not come by accident. There's no way a mind that is never reached to become wealthy over the night. It's not possible. Even when they pack the box that is full of money, they say to the mind that is not rich, can you open the box? Money is built up there. He'll tell you that. Not lie. Tell your neighbor, change your thought. Your mind has a long way to go. God is warning you. Until when you are going to change the way you are thinking, ah, this one will never work. That one will never work. Many left under this platform, Nigeria is never good. They went to UK, UK is never good. Now they are in Canada, it's never good. When will it going to be good? Which country was the good is being written when you come by their gate? The Lord will interpret his message to us in Jesus' name. This morning, because of our time, the central key lessons that God will be sending to you and is sending to me. The team simply means or says that discipline a key to moving forward. Let me quickly make a recap when the Father and the Lord came out this year. He has taken a series of teaching. You need to be determined. You need to identify your cause. You need to appreciate what you are doing. You have to keep on forward. Don't be distracted. These are set series of teaching. Brethren, one teaching, listening to that teaching is okay for the whole year. But again, the word of the Lord is coming again. You need discipline. Nobody is walking anywhere. I know you are older than me by age. That's I agree. One of our Sunday school manual one time, back home, when I was doing the Sunday, uh, the house fellowship manual. Sorry about that. I was just going through it, and the message for that day that who is a child. So we are now defining it. The small kids in the home they are saying anybody less than 12, 13, 14. But when our father and the Lord will wrap it up, he said anybody less than 1,000 years of age is still what? A child. So I know you, are you up to 1,000? 
So we are not talking of the discipline in this direction. What God is telling you and I this morning is that I, your God, I dislike stagnancy. God abhors stagnancy. When the world is coming this way, it's coming that way. Are you learning anything at all? I know you are more grammarian than we do. But God is driving something home and he's telling you, this is my mind for this year. Whether you are prepared or not, this is what I'm going to do. Many characteristics that our Father and the Lord use like stagnancy. And let me quickly tell you something, a story that happened. A very brief one. A young man said, this young man has trained so much. It was a time for inter-sport. Uh, and they know that this boy always comes first. Nobody can beat him. And truly, the young boy is prepared to be number four as usual. But the enemy plan in their own wisdom. They said, immediately he started running. Just cross the track and hold him down. To them, they agree that they are not moving anywhere. And as many that are not moving anywhere, they are ready to stop as many that is going forward. I pray this morning, any man, any woman, attach or design to stop you on your way going forward. The fire of God will destroy them in the name of Jesus. And that's what they did. The young man was shouting, you know when the bezel, the, the ones they blow the whistle, the, the, the time started counting. So the boy was struggling up and down. They held him down. They never made him fall. But I pray this year, no matter their trap, you are number one in the name of Jesus. Dress for the calling. God dislike stagnancy. God ate it. See the account of Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis. When I was going through the book of Genesis chapter 3, uh, Genesis chapter 2, chapter 1, chapter 3, I was made to understand that God created a man. He did all the platform for you and I to succeed in life. So he made the way. And chapter 2, the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, 6, he said, after everything, it's God himself that planted the ground. So God was the one that planted the seed for you and I to eat. So our all is to come and water it. So it simply means your going forward is already prepared at the time of creation. I decree this morning, you will not miss it. I will not miss it. He created man and woman. He created our forefather, the other man. He said, come here. Just come and be watering it. And keep on multiplying so, so many questions you are asking that is it that God is on holiday? We explored this. I go for this interview. I go for that one. I go for this one. It's not working. It's going to work. I listened to a moral's message recently. The man said, I have done so many things. I went for an interview. And when I went for the interview, I was asked for my email. After I passed everything, but the man said, I don't have email. They said, then how do you want to do this job? He said, I never got a phone. That's neither his laptop. The employer said, I'm sorry, you are qualified for the job. But at this stage, since you don't have email, you have to go. And he left. But on his way home, the Holy Spirit opened his eyes. The message said, he saw a place where they are selling tomatoes. 
And he knew where he was staying. There was no tomatoes there. That's how the man started his own big business. He packed the first five baskets. He took it to the neighborhood. He did the offering. And fortunately for him, the first two seconds that he entered, they bought everything that day. He ran back with his leg. Get out more tomatoes. He sold all that day. So the man usually wakes up around 8 o'clock. Now he reverses to 6 o'clock. So before the owner of the store of the tomato will open, the man is already there. Gradually, the man keep on increasing, multiplying. They said, at the end of the day, the man, in less than five years, he became a billionaire. I am praying to God for you this morning. What you need to move forward, ever open your eyes to see it in the name of Jesus. You will not only see it, but you will take advantage of this situation. The world is level, I am telling you this morning. Everything is paid for by our God. He said, the Lord Almighty planted the ground by himself. So what are you waiting for? Number two. God's desire for you and I is to move forward. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. Philippians 3, 13 to 14. When the word of the wisdom came out on this mountain early this year, I'm reading here, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. Brethren, I can't know myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which I've left behind, and reaching forth on those, those things which what? Which are before. Don't settle for the less, no matter what. What I got from that verse, he said, I left so many things behind. And that's what the message somebody told me at the time. He said, when you need money in the morning, you have some money at home. But you lock your door in the morning and you go to office, go and make more money. Why don't you stay with the one in your house? You need more. Keep on going forward. That is the message for you and I this year. The Lord has made the world. He said you need to be determined. Is one of the messages for, uh, for this season. Have determination in your mind. And I tell you, this one come by way of testimony this morning, brethren. There was something I was been trusting God for. I wrote the exam and I saw failure. Immediately failure came. I look at the house, the house is full. I have kids to feed. I have my wife and everything. How do I say it? A man of God. So I said to myself, well, well, boy, I don't fail. I have to go back. My wife said, no, I, I, you have to. I said, no, worry, just pray for me. Brother, I won't lie to you. In the middle of it, I got confused. So I would look at one side of the room. I said, God, where are you? How do you want to help me? I heard you clearly. It's time to go. Now I'm here. I can record failure. Let me say it hopefully to encourage somebody that is listening to me. Not one, not two. But what I said to myself, I said, my teacher said, I never know again, I must do it. The last one, they have to suspend everything because of me. Because I was frustrating there, they are frustrating me. So I said to them, I said, uh, I can see one score here that you put for, they said, no, it's a mistake. I said, okay, if that's a mistake, then you will resolve it in my favor. They said, you cannot do that. It's okay, no problem, we'll do it again. I also said, if you are going to do it again, we'll allow you to do it again. 
And once I miss it, something waiting somewhere is already waiting for me. I took the challenge. Brethren, if I had the opportunity to see some of my friends, they say, oh boy, are you part of these people that wrote this book? I say, I never wrote it, but they say, I paid now. What are you talking about? Until when I see this thing changing to pass, then I know I'm part. But I can testify before you, God, uh, men of, uh, children of God, God did it. I was not confident of myself even the day of my exam. I was like, is it the Bible that I use? See, devil. Maybe I check all my material on my head. I say, ah, this country, they can frustrate somebody. But I said in my head, God, if you have done it in the past, I know you can do it again. Brethren, with courage and with the help of God, it was never easy. But today, I'm counting all joy. I am trusting God for you. No matter what is stopping your testimony, today, you are set free in the name of Jesus. You will be the next person to testify to the goodness of God in the name of Jesus. God wants us to move forward. He says, I can't eat all joy. What I have achieved in the past, I left them behind. I am going forward. And I'm looking for those that things that were tired of me. Go forward, brethren. By the help of God, I can tell you, brethren, from my childhood to this present, nothing scares me, nothing fears me in life. But when I get to Canada, I know there can be a fear sometimes. When I read, 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 somebody say, ah, are you not going to go and peace? I say, what is your home? Just leave me alone. Because the fear of failure is not easy, sir. But I'm praying to God for you. God of miracle will arise for you in the name of Jesus. When you are going to change your quarter, check it again and again. You will see pass in the name of Jesus. The third message I'm going to be telling you today, that despite the beauty of the prophecy, no matter how branded the prophecy might be, remember this song, say, Eru oloru ba mi, Eru oloru ba mi o, O unto ba ti kpinu lo konre, Ko se da to le da duro. I agree. But if you are not careful, you might fall out of it, if you are not disciplined. Believe in the prophet. Believe the word of the prophet. Many are forcing themselves to the church you are going. Maybe the pastor did not see me today. Are you sure you are under your prophet? If you are under your prophet, then you listen to what the prophet is telling you. If you are not going to wake up now, when are you going to be wake up? When are you going to come up to your sense? Maybe when you are 67 or 98. Wake up! The book of Chronicles chapter 20, chapter 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20. When you believe the prophet, then when the prophecy will come into pass. If you don't believe the prophet, will you believe any message that is given to you? No. All fall under the prophecy of God. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Joseph stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you, ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. 
Believe in the Lord your God, so you shall be established. Believe his prophet, and what? You shall prosper. How will the prophecy prosper in your life when you don't believe the prophet? So that's why there's like, you cannot do something on nothing. Number one, you must fall in love with your prophet. Number two, the prophecy that God is using the prophet to say, then what? You believe it. And if you believe it, the second thing that is what? You will prosper. That is the word of God. That's why your prosperity is not coming. It's good to test every spirit. And that's what the Lord is telling you this morning. Believe the prophet. Believe the word of prophecy. That is only when it will come to pass. You are not disciplined. I'm going to be teaching you three things that need to be disciplined in your life this morning. Different definition in the world of discipline. Discipline, somebody say, okay, sometimes when we first entered university, I met a friend, the world was so big then. They said, what's your discipline? I said, which discipline are you talking about? Discipline? This one is high. What I'm used to is, uh, which course are you studying? Yes, I said, yes, I'm a doctor, I'm a liar. But when they say, what's your discipline? I say, discipline. Discipline is a choice of choice, course or a choice of course when you are studying where you are. I am a sociologist. I'm a scientist, I'm a biologist, this is a discipline, praise the Lord. We are not going to the course of study this morning. Discipline also means, according to website, dictionary, uh, he said, it's a way of teaching that will make people to easily follow a particular rules and codes. We are not going there, brethren. Sometimes I say discipline, that's why I said I cannot beat you, you are older than me by age. And thank God is Canada. They will tell you don't discipline. How many families have entered into trouble because of this word discipline? I discipline him. Please don't discipline here. But talk to them. I was checking one day when one my teacher's daughter wrote, please talk to Tenny. Talk to my daughter. I said, talk to her. I know where I'm coming from. Ha. Talk to. May the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. But a fundamental human right is common here. So please be very careful. So as I talk to my daughter, you understand Nigerian talk. God will bless us. Brethren, it is time we wake up with our age. When I was growing up, my father is too gentle to, to the core. But my mother is uh, the other side. Somebody will be talking to you. You know what I mean? When somebody is talking to you and the entire world and somebody is talking to you, you are never talking to the person, it's the one talking to you. And it will still be shouting, come and see this person has killed me. And she will not allow you to go. You understand what I mean, sir? And you want to escape. And by help, if you escape from that woman, for the entire day, you will not come back. In fact, you will be checking your father's address from her home. Say whether that woman has gone to bed. But discipline we are talking about this morning is spiritual discipline. Tell your neighbor spiritual discipline. I'll give you a very small definition. The next slide, technical, please. It said, spiritual discipline can simply be defined as living well, a well-guided life. That is enveloped in the covenant and complies with the word of God. Brother, Let's talk to our senses, ourselves this morning. What are those things that you are doing that is more than you? Why can't you check your life? I'm not telling you 
to leave the promotion that God has placed in you. Back home, where we live, I live in a small city in Abuja. And where I live, there's a competition. My daughter must attend this school. My this one is A1 classified, this and that. I said to my wife, and you know women. She said, Did you know our neighbor there, their daughter is? I said, Yes, this is a beautiful school. Do you know our neighbor there? They just buy that one. I had that one every often. They just buy a new car. I know somebody wants to tell me about the car. Even me, I like the car. Many lives are not disciplined. Even here where we are, you are doing more than what you can see. Am I talking to somebody? Wake up! It will look as if God is on holiday when you are putting your hands where your hand cannot reach. And it will bring trouble to you. Our Father, we have to pay this much. In the name of Jesus. In the name of You are not shaking like a jellyfish. Wake up. New cars are everywhere. As we speak, 2020 is here already. They are building 2021. I trust the scientists now. In fact, in 2025, you can even be driving in here. I don't know about that. 2025 cars can be driving in 2020 if you have the money. Go for what you can afford. And that's why you are going to live a life that is free of stress. Many are 33 years, 34 years. Thank God for those that are blessed. They can have gray hair even at 20 years. But you are not blessed that capacity. You are put too much prayer on your life. Let's be harsh on ourselves. Let's tell us ourselves the truth. Your house must never be empty. You don't have a landlord because you are flying your life in the direction of the mortgage. Somebody must be paying that money under. You'll be running everywhere. Be careful. I pray you will not die before your time in Jesus' name. Be wise. The book of Amos has said it all this morning. Are you learning anything at all? When we first moved into a small house that God gave us, I thought my house was the most beautiful there. It's up to four months. One guy just came from my side like this. Just as if they said the boy should come and dress my house down. He was bringing different architects, building this, building that, building that. I said, ah, ah. This boy, are you not going to make mistake? I was telling my mind. Before I know it, my own architect becomes so absolute. And God will do it again. There's one person in another estate. If I not directly in front of that one, he came again. The guy get taste. Brethren, the bush or what I call it, the tree they are going to use for your own house, they are still building. While it's still growing somewhere, don't kill yourself. I'm not going in that direction of discipline this morning, but God said we should mention that. Be disciplined. Everything is important, but not everything is urgent. This watch is very important, but is it urgent? You must you buy it that day. And I've never been to any store in life. They will tell you every day that there's a sales, there's a sales. So wait for the next sales. If you miss this sales of this year, another sales is coming. morning, God has given us three examples we are going to be concentrating. And don't forget, we are capitalizing on this things, on this topic, discipline, a key to what? Moving forward. You need to be disciplined. 
I love a story so much in the Bible, the story of Joseph. And that's why our Father and the Lord for us this morning. Because of our time, I'm going to do a little summary. Joseph, an handsome boy. Thank you, because it's awesome. I love, you know, some people, they have uh, this type of hair. When they do it, they can curve it. Thank God, this is our Baba now. What they call him? Misali. I cannot leave my own. I would have loved to grow one. But each will not even allow you to stay very close to me. But uh, thank God, because you are handsome, you are looking good. If anybody says you are not looking good, tell the person to go and see Jesus. Amen. Joseph, in the book of Genesis, chapter 39, verse 1 to 23, Joseph, the dreamer, Joseph, the prisoner, praise the Lord. Joseph was able to stand on the way of the Lord. Verse 10 drove out the point we need today. The wife of his master, say in the book of Genesis, chapter 39, technical, can you quickly do that? My time is fast running. Genesis, chapter 39, verse 10. He said, day in, day out, the wife of the master kept on whispering to Joseph, come and lie with me. Come and do this. And it came to pass, and she spoke to Joseph day by day, that acting not unto her to lie by her, or to be what? To be with her. So come and collect, commit fornication. Somebody will say free of charge. It's never a free of charge. It's a waste of destiny. And that's why we'll pick the three messages this morning. Three things that God is asking me and you to discipline. Number one, discipline your thought. What are you thinking about? I can never make it. It can never work. Why is it that your own not, not, not must follow? As man thinketh in his heart, so it is. That is the word of God. So what are you thinking about? God is telling you, according to the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 33. And in the book of Job, chapter 23, verse 7, Job said, what I fear so much has finally what? come upon me. What you are thinking will surely happen. So if I want to tell you this morning, tell your neighbor, change your thought. Number two, what are you saying? Discipline your word. Some of us, our tongues, our mouth are not bridled. We say anything, anyhow. He can never walk. He could never kill everybody. If you are not careful, I won't say it. What are you saying to your destiny? The Lord has given you a man to beautify your life. Why can't you say that he's working for me? I am going forward. It is my time to shine. It is my time to reign. What you are thinking, what you are saying is equal to who you are. So in this season you are, brethren, you have to discipline your word. The psalmist said, your word have I hidden in my heart. So what? I will not sin against you. Because the word of God he has ordered to them. And tell the account of the people that were sent to go and spy the Canaan land. They all went and they returned. And when they are going to say in their own, they said, we look like what? A grass cutter with their mouth. They have never contended with people of the land to see their strength at all. So God is warning you, he's warning me this morning. What are you saying to your children? What are you saying to your career? What are you saying to your health? Saying to yourself, by the help of God, I am healed. We are going to be concluding this morning 
We'll be finding the book of James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. A disciplined lifestyle. I said it in one of my messages earlier. When you pass through anything, you just count it as all joy. Let your life be a one that is going to be disciplined. Have a disciplined lifestyle. As a father, as a mother, as a child, as a children, as a children under the covenant of God. Let your life be the one that they can say as a child of God. Don't live a life of chameleon anymore. Brother, you are just wasting your time. You are not here to impress anybody. If you are 30 years of age, you finish your talking, now go back. Can I do it better? I know there's a room for, for development. But at the same time, let your life be disciplined. By their seed, you shall know them. Are you disciplined in your lifestyle? If I'm going to tell you what is going to change in this period of, I call it curfew. Hold fast to your altar. Somebody will say, you know my work, I woke up, 6 a.m., I come back, 6 p.m. So truly, I know you are looking for dollar. Very good. But now, if you are not under the category of the essential service, you are going to be in your house. You better go back to your altar. So God is preparing some people to go back to their altar so their life can be redefined. You will come out better in the name of Jesus. For you to move forward in year 2020, you have to be spiritually what? Discipline your thoughts. Discipline your words. Have a disciplined lifestyle. May the Lord bless us.